0: My name is Bradley Guys
1: and my name is Adam Pringer
0: and welcome to the Hot Swap. Welcome to episode 12 of the Hot Swap. I am back with Adam Pranger. What's going on, man?
1: I'm uh, doing pretty good. Uh, A little tired from all the E3 watching.
0: Yeah, there's been a ton of videos to check out this week. Um, So I played three or four games this week. I'm not sure
1: what you actually got into. Why don't we start off with you? Okay, that's fine. Um, so I did play some more Minecraft, okay. and um, after finally settling myself in this server, that's that's crazy. Um, I had made a nice base, had taken maybe an hour or so to find a cow somewhere and bring it back to my base in a boat with me. I had, I had to go over like large bodies of water, get onto land, like lead it across the land with a piece of wheat like a real herder and then get it back into a boat, take it across more water, take it across land. I think I had to like alternate at least four times or something.
0: Adam the Wrangler. Um, What is, uh, what does getting a cow do for you though?
1: Well, the reason I wanted a cow and I wanted two, but they, they were so far away that it wasn't worth it for me to get to. Um, but I wanted one for the milk I could get from it. Um, because then I could use that to make cakes and my base had already, I had a ton of chickens, so I had a lot of eggs, and I had sugarcane growing, so I had a lot of sugar as well. And so I wanted something to make use of that, and um, I figured the best way to do that would be to get milk so I can make these cakes. And so I, I had that running and going on, and then I was doing some exploring on my island um, that, I, that I had my base on. And I previously come in contact with some people that were there, and I don't know if they stayed or not, but maybe not. But I only saw them. I only saw them once. Um, I saw some new person, and they didn't have any armor on or anything. And so I asked them if they need any help. They seemed to need some food, so uh, I gave them some food, and then I, th- I asked them if they need anything else. And so I lead- led them to my base and. They were hanging out there, and I gave them some stuff that I had extras of, and then they uh, killed me oh, a- wow! took a bunch of my stuff after hanging out with them for a little while. It was really weird, um, and their reason for doing it was because they they were, quote, bored, which was weird. Um, so then I, spawn- I spawned back at uh, the center of the map, which was drastically different than the last time I spawned there. Uh, So that was kind of cool seeing how quickly it changed and started to look like the original server that I'd been on of it, where it's just completely ravaged and it's really hard to traverse and lots of holes and lava and stuff everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was kind of cool to see how quickly they were able to terraform the center area of the map because it used to be a desert and now it's just a bunch of rock. So it's kind of cool.
0: So when he killed you and took your stuff, did he take your spawn point? You had to go back to the middle
1: again? So what had happened, and I think this is why it messed up, is uh, I think he took the bed that I had last slept in, and it so it it got rid of my spawn point.
0: Oh, my God. And, These guys are like pure evil on this server, man. <laughs>
1: um, and so I went around and explored some more after that. Um, And uh, I found a new place to to reside Um, But I'm just going to kind of not play that Until I reset it back to the original server And I found a new server to play on That's going to be basically the same thing I'm looking for As far as difficulty and um, having no reset on the server But it doesn't have a large amount of people playing on it And it doesn't have any PvP as far as I'm aware
0: yeah, I mean, it's like you can't even trust anybody. I mean, that guy seemed like he was going to be your boy. And he, I know. And then he murders you just out of the blue. Mm-hmm. It's crazy.
1: Uh, so it goes. So it, I, I, I can't take it too seriously because it's just a game. Um, I just told them to enjoy the stuff that he took from me <laughs> and uh, moved on. And the other game that I played is I got a chance to check out the Kirby Planet Robo bot game. Awesome. And so I played through the first level, the, um, there's like five stages. Yeah, I think five stages and a boss and then a bonus level. So I played through all those and they're all, it's really good. Um, they have a, I think we mentioned this before, um, but I didn't quite understand exactly the way the player, the care the, the power worked, but there's a like psychic Kirby. Oh, cool. He basically is Ness. He has a backwards hat on, and he has, like, this ball of psychic energy that he can move around and attack enemies with, Hmm. and he can teleport, and that's pretty cool. That is Um, really cool. And the doctor power-up is pretty cool, too, because if you, like, hold down and then the attack button, he'll, like, mix up a bunch of random stuff, and if you do it long enough, he'll, like, create, like, a random attack and... You can have, like, a fire element with it. You can have an ice element with it or an electric element with it, I think. And it's kind of random the way whichever one it picks. And if you don't hold the buttons down long enough, it, like, blows up on Kirby.
0: Oh, so it's kind of like the electric power in the newer games. The more you charge, it does different things. It doesn't actually change elements, though. That's something new. That's Mm kind of
1: cool. And um, so that's all cool. I have to say... That much like the, um, the previous game,
0: uh, Triple Deluxe.
1: Yeah, Triple Deluxe. Yep. Uh, I really feel like the levels are too long.
0: Yeah, I didn't I, feel that when, when I've been playing
1: I, through Triple that, Deluxe. That's just I I don't I don't know. There's something about it that makes me just feel like I I, I want to get through the levels quicker. Now, that could be because I'm playing through them really slowly and trying to enjoy the all the little details they add into the levels. Yeah. And if I were playing it like I play Kirby's Adventure, where I'm just running through it as fast as possible, maybe maybe I wouldn't feel the same way.
0: Yeah, that's how I always played, like, Dreamland. You know, I would try to beat it in two seconds mm-hmm. back when I was a kid.
1: But these 3DS games, there's they're so many details, and they're so nice-looking that I usually play through the levels slowly. So maybe that's just what it is, is yeah, I mean, that's the... what makes it feel so, like, overly long of a level.
0: And the backgrounds are so detailed in these newer Kirby games. There's so much stuff going on behind you it's hard not to stop and look at everything. you know maybe mm-hmm. after you play through it once, you could go through again and you can rush through and see if it feels feels like every other Kirby game you've ever played yeah
1: um the The Robobot power is pretty cool. um they use it a lot, like every level has some robot stuff in it so far, um so that's kind of cool and it and uh, you can't f- fly in it. Okay, um, so you're left with like double jump with a little bit of a hover after the second jump.
0: Can you exit it whenever you want? No, so it's it's built into the level. I got you. So
1: once you get into it, um, you're kind of locked into it until you can find little spots where you can dock it, oh, okay. and then you can like get out and do stuff, and then get back into it. That so, sounds pretty cool. Yeah, and uh, the the other thing. Um, is I played through all of the uh, 3D Rumble mini game levels. There's only three sets of levels, and that's unfortunate because it's really awesome and it makes me hope that they make a 3D game because it works so well.
0: Oh, great! Yeah, I know you you were pretty excited about this mini game in particular when we talked mm-hmm. about. I forget which episode we talked about it on, but
1: yeah, it was a little while ago. But it it, it works really well. Like I thought it. I, just looking at it, I assumed it did, but I can assure you that i would gladly play a game that would play just like this um there's no um pressing up to go like to to fly or anything like some kirby games have um so that's a little weird to get used to but the flying works well in it the moving around works really well in it i would be happy to have a full 3d game just like this
0: what do you do just double jump to get your flying going
1: yeah, and it, the works i works the way anyway, you think it. So. Yeah, that's how I play, too. Um, but, yeah, it works really well, and uh, there's no powers or anything in it. It's all just regular Kirby shooting uh, stars out and stuff. It's but, like
0: Dreamland, basically. I got you. Yeah, b- b- like Dreamland.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, but it, it the foundation's definitely there.
0: Cool. Maybe they are actually working on something. Who knows? I I hope so. I'm definitely jealous that you uh, got to play that because I haven't been able to afford it yet.
1: You'll you'll get it. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely going to get it. (laughs) So those are really the only two things that I was getting into this past week.
0: All right, cool. So I'm looking at my list. I have three games to discuss this week. I'll start off with a game we've been talking about quite a bit lately, uh, Kick and Fennec. You were uh, telling me about it the last few episodes, and I told you I was definitely excited for it. I've already started posting videos. I've got three up on my channel now with the fourth one set to go here in a couple days. And uh, as far as the game goes, um, Adam explained it a bunch of times. It's basically about, a, I want to say, perpetual motion. <laughs> you're basically uh, you're propelling yourself around with a big sniper rifle, and you're kind of a young kid. So I guess it's kind of feasible to think... I don't know if it would really... In the real world... If he would go the way he goes... But... you would definitely have some kick on that gun... But anyway... There isn't even a jump... To jump... You... You aim it to the ground... And you... Shoot once... And that pops you up in the air... And then you can shoot one more time... After that... And, as, and that's it... If your feet are on the ground... You can shoot as much as you want... So when enemies are coming at you and stuff... You can fire every which way you want... As long as you're not firing yourself off the ground... Once you fire yourself off the ground... You only have one shot... And so far there's only been one power up and it's called the uh, power shot and your shot turns from blue to red and then you you really uh, fling yourself far. I mean, probably 3 maybe 4 times further than you have been. So you get used to you used to controlling yourself with the regular gun and then all of a sudden like I said you're flying four times as far. It really uh, opens up the the puzzle elements of the of the gameplay, dodging stuff so you don't die. It's a lot of it's a lot of shooting yourself between like lightning Guards, I would call them lightning fences. Mm. And uh, shooting yourself between enemies. And the cool thing about this game, though, is if you die, um, your boy, uh, your little robot guy that follows you around. Adam, which one's Kick and which one's Fennec?
1: I assume Kick is the boy, but I don't know that for sure.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure either. I must have missed that when I was playing or I don't know. I'm pretty bad about paying attention to stuff, but... Whatever it is, the little robot will bring you back. He actually, he grabs you with, it looks like telekinesis, (laughs) and he lifts you back up to the platform. And I don't know, I've done it, I've been hit like three or four times and it still hadn't game over on me, so I'm not sure how many times he'll save you. But I know it does go away because he has a bar around him that is constantly diminishing every time he saves you. And I think the more gears and enemies you kill, the more it, it builds back up again, so... That's probably why I haven't technically game over yet, because I make a point of killing all the enemies, because they, they all drop at least one gear, and then you also have to go find the special gear, and if you get all the gears and the special gear, you unlock a new costume in, in every level. So, you know, I've been making a point to try and find everything. Not to mention it's just really fun flinging yourself around with this sniper rifle. It, it It's just awesome, man. I don't know how to really describe it, you kind of just have to play it to feel how cool it feels and i've never played a game like it really i can't think of one
1: it's definitely unique looking and it's a lot of fun looking too
0: yep and it's only 10 bucks uh, my friend that's on my channel all the time he said he didn't even really care about it until he watched a couple of my videos and now he's definitely getting it so just seeing the game in motion and seeing how much i mean i'm i'm clearly having fun on the video so it, it is it's a great game at a great price
1: yeah the uh the trailer made it look good, but watching you just play through a straight level and seeing really how it all comes together makes me really excited to play it um i mention i think i mentioned to you in a in a text that it looked it looked like it felt a lot like lost wins
0: yeah you that's exactly what you said
1: and uh i loved that game and the sequel so i'm i'm really excited to get to give this one a try
0: i enjoyed both of those games as well. And sticking with Kick and the other thing I wanted to bring up about the game is that the one of the producers, I believe, and the actual company uh, Twitter account have been tweeting me about. They've been retweeting my videos, and they actually uh, I tweeted thank you to them for retweeting. I said thanks for the uh, thanks for the retweets, thanks for the great game, and they tweeted back uh, thank you. I guess awesome. for buying it and playing it, mm-hmm. and I just thought that was really really nice and cool. It's only the second time I've ever had contact with a developer of a game. I, I'm pretty sure maybe in the old episode or or maybe our new version of our show I talked about how the, uh, Simon who made by, the and Commando Rearmed game and the new My Commando, he contacted me um, back in the day. He actually emailed me after cool. I beat one of his uh, really hard challenge levels. I was the first according to him, I was the first person in the world to do it. <laughs> awesome. Which, which felt pretty good. I I don't know. Maybe somebody on PlayStation might have beat me before I got I got it done. But I don't I don't think he would have emailed me if that wasn't if that was the case. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but um, this felt almost equally as good. It was cool that these guys are checking out the videos and appreciate that. You know, I'm I'm taking time and enjoying their game, and you know, I don't know, trying to put some fun videos of it up so everybody can see how awesome it is.
1: Well, and for your sake and theirs, I hope that it helps. Maybe sell some copies of it too.
0: Definitely. Um, I apologize for not remembering the the individual tweet, but the other uh, Twitter account is at Jaywalkers. Those are the guys that made the game. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure you could find the one guy if you see, or you can just see it on my Twitter account. But anyway, so. Very cool. We've been also talking, uh, we talked a few times lately about Bayonetta 2, and you had mentioned that it had touchscreen controls that were k- kind of similar to Ninja Gaiden.
1: Mm hmm. I, I guessed.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's not really, and <laughs> I, I didn't like them. But okay. but by you talking about it, that got me back interested in the game again, and got me, and I ended up playing like three, I think maybe even four hours yesterday. After that, I I tried to touch screen controls for like five minutes, said, yeah, I'm not feeling this, and then picked up the game pad and got the, <laughs> then started playing for real and mm. realized how awesome it is, and it's just as it's just as awesome and it's just as crazy as the uh, the first Bayonetta. And, um, well, that's good yeah I don't know uh I don't know what else I could really say about it it um I did get a couple new weapons that are cool they, there's my new favorite weapon in the game they're like gauntlets but they're actually they sh- they're flamethrowers but you can you can uh circle the game circle the uh, the directional and press the attack button and it'll flip them to ice launchers so you can shoot ice or fire at them which I thought was pretty cool a little yeah. bit of a different uh Different twist on the whole gun thing. Oh, and also, I can put katanas like on my feet and stuff now, too, which is kind (laughs) of (laughs) crazy. And, um, yeah, that game's just really cool. I tried the, um, I tried the multiplayer a little bit, which is basically just challenge rooms. I couldn't actually find anybody to play with me, but they'll drop a computer player in with you while you wait. Okay. Which was kind of fun. Now,
1: Adam, did you get this game? I did.
0: Um, maybe you'd be interested in trying the, uh, it's called Tag Mode. Maybe.
1: I mean, you can drag me through those levels.
0: I think it'd be pretty fun to try them. I think we should give him a shot and uh, we can talk about it on the show. It's pretty, and I could even record it and we can put it up on our I... channel.
1: I honestly had no idea that that was even an option for no, multiplayer.
0: Yeah, neither did I until you know until I was just farting around the menus earlier.
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought it was only local multiplayer, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, definitely set online. It definitely
0: signed me online and was looking for people. So, well,
1: sweet. Yeah, we'll have, I'll have to check, check it out. that out. Yeah,
0: and then we'll finish it up with I started playing an old game again that I never got to, which is Battle. Uh, Mega Man Battle Network five and I had played all four of the other ones and I guess I got tired of it after four. Mm-hmm. But it's kinda it's kinda cool to jump back into it after not playing it for like fifteen years. Um it's it's you know, it's battle network. You run around, you're the land kid, you got your Mega Man guy living in your computer, you you uh you can hack in at pretty much every machine you see. That's that's basically what the battle network's all about. You you hack into the internet by a you just go up to like a computer or a soda machine or anything that can that's connected and you jack in and you go in and you fight uh you fight like viruses and stuff so it's kind of a cool twist on mega Man and it's not an action platform it's kind of like it's kind of like r t s but um but there's no pausing it's it's like live action r t s basically so you're moving around a grid and so are the enemies and they kind of they work how they work and you Um, your human character is sending in chips for Mega Man to use. That's what gives him special, like, swords and stronger guns. And he can actually, he can take parts of the grid and make it part of his section so he can move further into the enemy territory. He can remove parts of the grid so the enemies will fall in the holes and die. You know, the viruses will fall in the holes and die. There's all kinds Mm of, there's tons and tons of chips. And chips only work with with the chips that have the same uh, letter as them or are wild cards. So they will have a star. So you, you can, all, it's not like you can go, okay, I, I found these five chips that just decimate everything and just load up on those because they most likely won't work together. They, you know, they put that safeguard in it. So you just can't bully your way through the game. And that's where the strategy really comes into play with this game. And, uh, oh, and there's what's new about a um, battle network five over the other ones is there's like a synchro meter and you're trying to, the better you play the, the, the stronger Mega Man's bond is with you, and then he powers up, and all that stuff is new. But besides that, it's basically just anybody that's listened to this show that's played Battle Network knows how Battle Network works. It's all
1: the same. Okay, I always assumed that it was turn-based for some reason. I guess
0: you no, know, it it looks like it. If you see, I'm sure you've seen the thing where it's a grid of everybody's got like it's like nine on your side and nine Mm -hmm. on the other. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, it's it's completely, you need to actively be moving around and dodging, and you can always shoot your Mega Buster. It just doesn't do very much damage. It only hits for one, and if you charge, it hits for like six, whereas the, the weapons that you can only use one at a time, or actually it's as many as you can bring in. If you can bring in five, you can fire off all five at once if you want. But they do a lot more damage and manipulate the environment, manipulate enemies, manipulate time. There's all kinds of different things you could do with it. It's, I think you should give it a shot, Adam. It really feels like a game I think you would like.
1: Okay. It, I I'd always kind of just avoided it, thinking it was uh, a really simple kids game.
0: Yeah, we weren't hanging out when I was. You know, obsessed with it, and I don't think I ever even brought it up on the old show. I had forgotten no. how much yeah. I liked it, honestly, until I was just thumbing through my games the other day and realized I never played Five. So,
1: did you play this on the actual system, or did you play it on like Wii U or something?
0: Uh, yeah, let's say I played it on Wii U. I did okay. not play it on the actual. I don't have. It's a DS game, I believe. I don't have the DS one. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So, yeah, that's that's it. That's all I got into. this. It's been kind of a busy week for me, but I still managed to find a good amount of time to get some games done. I think we're going to go with your song this week, Adam, to start off. Okay. Speaking of what Adam was speaking of earlier, he chose a Minecraft song. It's called Moog City 2. And we'll be right back.
1: Welcome back, everybody. And uh, so now we're going to go over our post-E3 wrap-up and talk about what we saw at E3 uh, in regards to what Nintendo showed and just kind of go over our impressions of it and what we think of uh, what we saw. Yep. And uh, so the first thing I will go through um, is... Let's see. Let's pick something. Um, let's go with Pokemon Sun and Moon first. Okay, cool. Does that sound good to you?
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, I think that since you're the Pokemon expert, I'd like to hear what you thought of what they showed off first.
0: So, I'm gonna say it looks like Pokemon, of course. I mean, maybe a little bit more grown-up version of Pokemon, but I do like uh, the newer, the more uh, realistic art style, but it's still cartoony. I feel like they're straddling on that line pretty well. Trying, you know, because as graphics get better, you, you know they want to improve it, but we don't want to lose that hand-drawn feeling. That's kind of, it's kind of, I don't know about all the other Pokemon fans, but that's one of the things I've always liked about the series. Uh, let's see, I saw a few new abilities that seemed pretty cool. They were showing off that new fairy Pokemon. I forget the name of it, but it's uh, fairy steel, and it had that new uh, ability. I believe it's called. Uh, I want to say it's like heart heart soul or soul heart, mm-hmm. and what was it? I'm not for certain, but it seemed like if your partner dies, that you power up your special attack, which is kind of interesting. There's already a move in Pokemon called Retaliate that I love to use. It's in a lot of my videos. Whereas if your partner dies, your very next attack with Retaliate is doubled. So it hits for like 150 or something. And it's really cool. Cool. So this is kind of of like that, but even better, because it's a boost you get to keep throughout. So I could even start to see uh, a strategy where you might have a move that hits everybody where you might be apprehensive to use it but if your partner's already kind of messed up and you know your partner's faster that he'll get his attack off and then you finish him off and you get your boost with your attack so i mean i'm kind of i'm kind of excited specifically about that ability and the strategic uh, elements that it brings uh, oh i like um, i like how the new menus look how the touchscreen shows all the trainers and your pokemon as you're battling that looks at before yeah. you go into your move selection I like that the trainers are visible throughout the whole fight now I think that's pretty cool, that's cool. it feels like you're in the show to me yeah um what else I'm, I'm re- still really excited about the new starters <laughs> as I see them battle more and more uh, I gotta say that I I didn't watch the whole Pokemon video because I don't I don't want to be completely spoiled on any of these games, so I just watched it in chunks just to see what some of the new stuff looked like, and kind mm-hmm. of skipped where the developers and stuff were talking about it because I just I just don't want to get overhyped on anything.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: but what I saw, what I just mentioned that I saw, I like, and I did notice there was a few other new abilities. Oh, and I I liked all the new Pokemon that I saw. The three I liked, mm-hmm. I specifically liked the new bug guy. I thought he looked really cool with his crazy long. Uh, feeler things coming out he kind of looked like a kabuto but instead of instead of his uh talon thing he's going out to the side they were like going out in front of him so i'm interested to see what he's going to evolve into it'd be nice to if he evolved into something strong because bug is a very underwhelming type that i think needs some love so anyway yeah that's that's basically that's basically all i really noticed about pokemon uh I didn't notice a new type. I didn't, didn't say anything about any new Eevees. and this is all the stuff that I was kind of hoping to see. Uh, they didn't mention anything about online co-op or anything like that. It looks like it's just going to be another straight-up Pokemon game with new guys and new powers and uh, you know new abilities. So I mean, that's great. That's all. I guess that's all I ever really want out of a new Pokemon game. But there are. I'm hoping. Uh, I'm hoping the online they might add a few more modes besides the free-for-all that they already announced, which looks kind of fun. But I kind of – what I really want is an online battle Maison, because I do co-op videos with my friend, and mm-hmm. I would love to be, able to be able to do that when we're not always in the same room with each other. So that's, that would probably be my one complaint, which isn't really a complaint because who knows? This could still happen. It's still a while before the game comes out.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, I'll bring up that I am excited that it seems that the Pokedex is kind of incorporated into the battle menu. And so you can actually go and look at um, the Pokemon that you're fighting, and look through the Pokedex while in battle, and see what type it is, um, and see what moves it has, and like what, or well, not what moves it has, but like more information about the Pokemon than I th- than I think is available in uh, current po- Pokemon games.
0: Yeah, oh, definitely. It's basically. Basically what we all do is we go to like Bulbapedia or Smogon or something. Now mm-hmm. we can do it in-game, which, yeah, I agree is pretty awesome.
1: And for someone like me who I, – I don't know a lot of information about a lot of the Pokemon anymore. It'll, it'll help me out a lot, and it makes me more excited to play this. And mm-hmm. um, if you have something to say about like that, that specifically.
0: I'm just going to say I'm excited that you're excited that you're going to play Pokemon. <laughs> Maybe yeah. we can actually get in some battles and stuff, so.
1: And uh, I also think that the um, the like four for all battle rumble mode could be pretty interesting and fun.
0: Yeah, it does look fun. You can kind of do that in the games now. You just uh, you just hit your partner. Um, we played. I've played matches like that before. It's just this will work a lot better though. Now you really basically what would happen is you'd have to kill. You would kill the other team. You'd kill one of their members first, and then you'd kill your own teammate, and then you would try to kill the other guy on the other team. That's the only way you could win by yourself and make mm-hmm. it a, make it a free for all. So yeah, <laughs>
1: um, and uh, I, I mean, I'm, I just am excited. I think it looks really nice. Um, I'm excited at the prospect of the way the level design looks, mm-hmm. being more more 3D and stuff. So I, I'm I'm excited for this one. Yep, sure. me
0: too. And uh, I uh, meant to mention, it just came to me, I like that new that new fairy attack looks kind of cool. It looks like a Hyper Beam Fairy Star. It's called like something fluor or something like that, but it basically okay. looks like a fairy Hyper Beam, which any attack that looks like Hyper Beam or Ice, I love all the beam attacks. I think they're awesome. So
1: Sweet. Um, the next game, we'll, we can go over Pokemon Go since we're in the Pokemon area.
0: I barely watched anything on Pokemon Go. Okay. You're going to have to take the brunt oh. of this.
1: Um, what can I say about it? um it, mostly what I was paying attention to in that when they were talking about it was just them talking about it in general and like the the feelings that they were getting while playing it because it was mostly just showing the developers talk about it mm-hmm. um, they showed some clips of like catching a Pokemon and kind of how that works and um like leveling up Pokemon is, is a thing where you, you have to catch a certain amount of uh, one Pokemon to collect candy specific to that Pokemon, and then you mm-hmm. use that to level up one of them.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, they wanted to make it different because there's less emphasis on this game with the battling, or at least uh, of like grinding battling. Mm-hmm. Um, so they wanted to change the way you evolve Pokemon, but they still wanted to include that. Um, They're. The Pokemon or Pokemon Go Plus, the little attachment thing.
0: Yeah, it looks. Uh, cool. Seems
1: seems interesting. Um, that's going to be thirty five bucks, but I don't know if the game is going to cost anything. So I assume that thirty five dollars includes the game. If if the game costs anything on its own, hmm. um, which I, I kind of think it's just going to be a free to play game. Maybe, but I don't. I don't know that for a fact. So yeah, don't, I don't know either. Don't I'm quote me certain. on that. Um, but that's going to be coming out in July, so it's not far away. Um, what else can I say about that? Um, I, I don't know. I just I liked what I was hearing of them. Trying to, when they were talking about the game, it seems like they have plans to implement uh, things over time, uh, including different Pokedexes for different regions. So they'll have they'll have a continued effort to add things slowly to the game to keep people interested in playing it because there'll be new content often. Awesome. And uh, so that's cool. I, I, I'm definitely going to try it out. So that's why I got my new phone. There you go. Okay, cool. So I guess the next thing that we we should cover is the, the big one for the E3 showing, which is Zelda Breath of the Wind. Now, how do
0: you or feel Breath about the... Breath of the Wild, Breath Sorry. of the Wild, yeah. How do you feel about the <laughs> name, first off?
1: Um, it seems more like a book title to me. Yeah. But I I, like it.
0: Yeah, I think it's cool, too. It's kind of, it's different, really. I mean... Yeah, it's very
1: different. I mean, the game's different. Twilight
0: Princess is kind of different, too, I guess. But, I don't know, it kind of fits in with, like, Majora's... They all just kind of feel like a similar theme. They've never really... This whole game feels different, honestly, Mm -hmm. is what I would say.
1: Yeah. Um, so... Like, what What did you think about it, really?
0: I think it looks, uh, as far as uh, visually, it looks amazing. It's got kind of a Wind Waker feel, a little bit Skyward Sword going with it.
1: Mm-hmm. I really
0: love how he carries his uh, his arrows archer-styled now on his back, like, below his butt. I just I, mm-hmm. I just really think that looks really cool. I've always liked that style. Of, I, I don't know, it just seemed like carrying them on your shoulder... I don't know, kind of counterproductive to have to bring your arm back, pull it out. Now he's just going to he's gonna be whipping them out from, from behind him down mm-hmm. low. I just think that looks really cool. I like how you can pick up all kinds of stuff and use it as weapons. That's really cool. It seems like they've taken a lot of from other games. You know, now Link's climbing on everything, and he's picking up everything. There seems to be a lot of kind of RPG stuff that they've added
1: in even more than usual. Yeah.
0: Uh, what else? What would you want to say about any of that kind of stuff?
1: Um, I Just, uh, I think, they, br- they brought up the fact that there hasn't really been a lot of technology in previous Zelda games, uh, which I guess is true, but uh, all, all of this, like, technological stuff that's in this game just feels so natural, and they did a really good job of making it fit into what we know of a, a Zelda universe. So I thought that was kind of cool. And uh, the enemies... You know, normal enemies all were really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the the B- I guess they were calling them. Uh, they they had a lot of personality. Um, they kind of have in the last few games, but I I, I don't know. Just like the way the um, the way all the enemies worked were were really cool, and you could like pick up like skeleton arms and. Uh, use those as a weapon yep. or or use their their skulls and throw them at and stuff like that. So I thought that I, there's some really interesting gameplay that they're working on with this game. Um, the climbing's cool. It uh, seems like everything's based on stamina this time. So your swimming is stamina-based, your climbing is stamina-based, and you can actually cook up food to help with your stamina. Um, hmm. And uh, you can cook up food to, like, overheal you where you get extra hearts
0: oh cool yeah I didn't, um, I didn't see any of that so
1: um but i mean they stuck to pretty much the area you start in at, at the game and they're there i watched everything and i think at this point i'm done watching any videos for Zelda. <laughs> That's unfortunately i
0: too i don't want to overhype so
1: i'll probably well i just I, it's not even about hype it's about i just don't want to know and uh I'll, I'll try to curb that a bit so that i have something to talk about for the show um but i i i don't need anything else because i'm completely sold on what i had seen mm-hmm. um and uh yeah i just think it's cool that you can you know chop down a tree harvest the wood from it for a campfire and then use that fire for a number of things whether it's setting your arrows on fire and and using that fire effect or um i think you can use it to then start a fire on Um, the bowls that you can find where you can then cook the food on it. So there's like this really cool, like crafting uh, thing going on with the Zelda that hasn't been in any other Zelda. And I like stuff like that. We talked about it with Miramasa um,
0: and Monster Hunter and yeah, Monster Hunter about how much I like
1: that. This is, this is really cool.
0: Uh, I would, I wanted to mention uh, the battles. They almost had kind of a shadows of Mordor. Thing going, it you could actually approach. You know, there would just be goblins and stuff just hanging out everywhere, and you can kind of approach battles a little differently than it. It seems like this game really is going to be non-linear compared to all the other Zelda games. Seems like there's a lot of exploring to do. I like. I saw a battle where a guy was fighting some uh, some goblins and orcs and stuff on the ground, and there was actually. There was actually uh, archers hiding in towers all around. I can't remember any Zelda game like that where you've got guys above and below. Usually the enemies are pretty clear cut from what I remember Mm -hmm. from Zelda. So that's... I feel like they're actually putting a a little even more emphasis on combat in this one, it seems like. And just random encounters. And, you know, maybe you can just go around and battle all these random guys and power up that way, which most Zelda games aren't really like that either. So I'm not sure... I'm not sure how it's going to go with the fighting, but what I've seen so far looks really cool.
1: There's definitely a lot of variety um, in what little they showed, and that has me really excited. And uh, you may have not noticed, you actually have um, this little like circle that shows how much noise you're making. And so you can kind of be aware of um, trying to be quiet and sneak up on enemies. Oh, you cool. can hide in the grass, or you can burn the grass to distract them. Uh, and kind of go, attack them from like flank them after you've distracted them with fire grass or um, shooting down uh, a beehive.
0: Oh, cool! That's yeah, I didn't see anything like that. So that's really cool.
1: It it, it it's, it's interesting the way you can manipulate their character AI and and really approach combat in any way you want to. You could play this game as a, a stealthy game, or you can play this game as a a run and gun kind of game, so right. <laughs> um, it's it's awesome the amount of variety they have in this game, and um, uh, I'm sold for yeah, sure. Oh yeah,
0: I'm definitely sold. I really like, I saw a part where they were showing off Amiibo functionality, and mm-hmm. I actually think they brought in some outsider, it wasn't even part of Nintendo, and he just happened to have his uh, Wolf Link Amiibo with him, and he pulled it out like in the middle of the demo and just popped, and Wolf Link just went running off and tearing up enemies and doing whatever he wanted. It was kind of cool to have have an AI character in a Zelda game that isn't a hindrance to you it's actually helping for once. <laughs> I, I wonder if any of the other uh, Zelda amiibos will do anything on the game.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what else you can do. Um, it seems that um, so in Twilight Princess HD, there's a mode where you play through challenges with an only wolf form and uh, it keeps track of your score and how much health you have at the end of it. And then when you use that amiibo to spawn Wolf Link in uh, the Breath of the Wild, um, it has the amount of hearts that you had left in that mode. Oh, so the wow. Better you, so the better you play in that mode, the more health you're going to have for that spawn whenever you do that. That's really um, cool. Yeah, and um, I think it will eat on its own or or something like that, so it can regain health while you're playing as it, but if it takes too much damage, it's gone, and you can only use that amiibo once a day, once a 24-hour period. Yeah, that seems Um, to
0: be what Nintendo does with a lot of their amiibos, gives you a a one-day cap on things.
1: Well, I think it's nice so that you can't completely break the game. Like, I have no interest in using this amiibo for actual going through and, and... uh, accomplishing stuff in the game because i i just i want to be able to do it on my own right. but uh it, it's it's nice that it even if people want to use it like maybe maybe you find a particular part kind of difficult and you want help with the combat you can use that amiibo and it will help you in that in that situation It'll help you find things and help you kill kill enemies the wolf link will
0: for me it's not a easy hard thing it's just i like um I like having companions with me in games. I just think that's kind of cool, like having a dog that runs around with you or a robot or something like. I don't, I don't know why. I just like that. I think it's cool.
1: It, it definitely is. And uh, I don't, I don't have anything written down other than uh, I want the shirt that they were all wearing that's themed around. Yeah, a while they,
0: they were all wearing that. Uh, like they're all wearing like blue Link cosplay shirts. All pretty much everybody on stage was wearing them. So yeah, yeah I, I'm pretty excited for this game and I already was and it was cool that Nintendo let it... I, I'm glad they have a playable form of it finally and I feel like we're really getting close to something awesome here.
1: Oh, I did want to just mention something. Um, you, you bring up that it's borrowing a lot of elements from like other Zelda games, I guess. And I think it's borrowing a lot of elements from a lot of games in general. That's what I um, meant, a lot of, a yeah. lot of games. Um, it, one of the things that stood out to me in, in that regard is uh, there are these like kind of mini dungeons that you can, you can find throughout the environment um, and they're kind of challenge rooms and they're all set up completely in like the like cold, rigid technology uh, aesthetic and um, they're really designed to test like maybe a certain, power or a certain skill and there's like combat ones and there's puzzle ones and they kind of reminded me a lot of some of the elements of like Portal for instance Hmm. where they were kind of like a a test chamber yeah I could see that and And that was was just really cool to me Uh, I did want to bring up that I'm excited to play through all those because that seems kind of like a consistent challenge mode throughout the whole game that's separate from your normal dungeons which are also also there but weren't shown at E three.
0: Right, which doesn't surprise me. A games the games that jumped to my mind immediately when I was saying different it was Assassin's Creed because you can climb all over the world now and the way you can approach combat. I feel like I feel like they've been watching that game for a while and they've taken elements of it. And mm-hmm. with the companions and stuff, uh and a little Fallout Three maybe and some Metal Gear solid. <laughs> To boot, I would say there's definitely some Metal Gear aspects going on there. Solid Five uh, specifically is the one I'm thinking of. So yeah, I'm, which is fine by me. I mean, all these other games have been stealing. I'm not gonna say stealing. Have been taking from <laughs> Zelda forever. Let's let Zelda take a little back, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, I liked. I liked as, as far as what they showed is that they they only showed that one area, and they didn't really give you a lot of story elements because they didn't want to spoil any story. And they didn't show any dungeons because they didn't want to spoil that. I liked that they weren't trying to show too much, so that I felt completely comfortable watching what they did show. Just because I I now have good understanding of the combat and uh, how the game plays, but I kind of want to avoid anything in the future because because uh, I don't I don't like to spoil myself like that.
0: Yeah, I agree. And what's amazing is is how much content they were able to show just from that. I mean. That first, mm-hmm. If that first part is that big, this game's going to be big. That's what I'm thinking. It's going to be a long, huge game with a lot of stuff to do in it. So I'm, I'm very excited. <laughs> are you going to yes. get it on um, – are you going to wait for NX or are you going to scoop it up on Wii U?
1: Um, I mean depending on I, – I think they're releasing them both at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I, I, I'm definitely getting it. I just uh, – we'll, we'll have to see what – differences or what's going on with that game to determine when I, how I'm going to purchase it.
0: So that's kind of a loaded question. So I could tell you which one I'm going to get. I'm definitely going to get the Wii U version at least because I just, I want to get at least one more awesome game for my Wii U before it's officially dead. So Mm -hmm. maybe I'll end up buying both versions at some point, but I'm going to play the Wii U one because that's like to me, it is a Wii U game. So
1: I could see myself buying both as well. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. Um, let's let's see. Um, and the other, I guess, kind of big thing was that they they did announce a new IP. Uh, it's called Ever Oasis. Yep. Um, it's uh, developed in partnership with Grezzo, and uh, it's kind of a um, build up a town, go explore dungeons. It seems to have like a. It's similar to the Crystal Chronicle yes, GBA games. Definitely. It very much has a Crystal Chronicle vibe, which makes sense because um, the director of this game is all, also worked on the Mana series and the original Final Fantasy games. Okay, um, it
0: does make sense, yep.
1: Yeah, and uh, they, they didn't show a ton of it, but what I did see, I really liked, I liked the art. It was unique, and that's something you don't see a lot nowadays is unique art styles. Um, and there seems to be a, a couple several different races, and all of those different races have different abilities within combat. Um, the like main guy that you start as, I guess, has like a wind ability where you can blow away sand and, um, like blow like plants to like make them grow and stuff. And, uh, so the combat kind of builds on these different characters having these different abilities, and so a, a boss might make you have to switch between these characters when, once you collect several and, uh, in order to defeat to the boss. So I think that's pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, I noticed they were swapping on the fly. At a certain point, they were switching between multiple characters. Mm-hmm. So that, that's kind of cool.
1: Yeah. Um, so the the one thing that I did write that I wanted to bring up is that uh, it. I'm wondering if it's only single player yeah i have no clue <laughs> i mean it looks like it'll be a fun single player but uh with the switching back and forth it, it could also make for a fun multiplayer game or at least have some kind of multiplayer mode yeah it. um whether you're building up your own town and then going out to dungeons with other people so um i'm definitely gonna keep my eye on it um i, I like what i've seen so far
0: yep i'm i'm the same way i'm not losing my mind over it but i'm excited to see more on it and i'm sure we'll at least try it out when it comes out
1: yeah um and then there's monster hunter they had a developer interview with that and showed some gameplay of four of those guys playing through um fighting a monster um it looked good uh, one of them was playing as a cat their all their combat was like um mostly supportive but they were they were also attacking with it i thought that was kind of i don't i don't know exactly what the circumstances of that are if that was like a download play or something but it was cool that one of them was just playing as a cat
0: yeah i didn't even see that i i skipped through most of that video to get to the next one so but yeah it's <laughs> interesting it it'd be cool if it was a download play kind of thing that's a good way to get people into the game you know
1: yeah, because um, like they they didn't have like the full attack force that a human player would have, um, so uh, I could see that being a download play, and it definitely would help bring Monster Hunter to more people. If you like, hey, you don't play this game, but try it out with me; you can do it for free type of situation.
0: Plus, if it wor- works the way all the cats work, that you know they unlimited spawn, so maybe it's a way to like you said, make it easier. So. Because basically, when you're on a team, you share three lives. Once everybody, everybody, not even everybody, once there's three deaths in your, you know, it could be the same person dying three times, or it could be each of you dying once. You lose the quest. So if you're mm-hmm. a cat or um, a cha cha or whatever, they unlimited unlimited spawn. So it's it's kind of interesting. It might be kind of like the rabbit in uh in, in a new Super new uh, Super Mario Brothers, yeah, Luigi edition or whatever. Yeah. It might be yeah. that kind of thing going on with it.
1: Um, I did know uh, th- they mentioned it that uh, they had the cat character had unlimited stamina. So you might be right that it also has the ability to infinite respawn.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. The stamina uh, well, thing's kind of cool. That, too. That, that it
1: would make sense though to help you know give someone who's maybe not that good at the game uh, just an idea of what it's like and and not affect the team negatively. Really, yeah. Um, uh, the other thing is. Uh, there's a demo that's going to be available in general on June 30th. Um, I already have an email for two codes for that for the demo. Oh wow! Um, so you might want to check your email, Brad, because I I bet you probably have that as well.
0: I will check later. I, I if I do,
1: then I don't see why you wouldn't. Um, and if you if you already have a code, I'll probably just give mine away. Okay. So if, if you're listening and you want a Monster Hunter code and you weren't emailed. You know, feel free to hit me up uh, at iDraw Robots on Twitter, and I'll be able to do that for you. Um, they showed off Box Boy, uh, two or what it's going to be called, Box Box Boy. Yeah, Box Box Boy. Because <laughs> you can you can create two sets of boxes now, so th- that's why box is in the title twice. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, and it's coming out really quick, really soon. It's coming out on June thirtieth. And I, they, you know, they showed an example. They were they were just playing through some levels and giving an example of what it's like. And it's more box boy, um, and I definitely will be getting him.
0: And I still haven't played the first one. I bought it. It's still mm-hmm. sitting on, I just sitting. I I haven't had time. I, I, as much as you tell me how awesome it is, I gotta get to this game. I'm gonna try and play it this week.
1: Yeah, I, I absolutely loved it. So you should try it.
0: I mean, when I saw the video, I bought it immediately. I just never <laughs> got a chance. I just never got around to playing it afterwards. I remember yeah, being excited me. too. So,
1: hmm. um, and let's let's go into. Um, one of the more controversial topics of Paper Mario Color Splash. Um, I liked what I saw. Um, I, I, of course, the game is is really nice looking. Everybody agrees on that. Yep. Um, but uh, one of the th- main things I like about the Paper Mario series as a whole is just the writing in general. And it, seem- it seems that it's still the funny, quirky, goofy writing that I like from Mario Party games. Mar Paper Mario games. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself there. Um I um, I liked the fact that um, one of the Koopalings was in it. Yeah, and that was awesome. I,
0: what's his name? He's the one with the star.
1: That was tattoo. that was Morton, I do believe. Yeah. Um, I I saw some people making jokes about like calling him Leston after he lost. That's that's pretty funny. That's, that's the kind <laughs> of joke I like. That's the kind of joke that Paper Mario would make. Um. But yeah, I don't. I I don't know about you, but I really um, am, am excited to get a chance to play this. Yeah, the
0: the mechanic of this one looks pretty interesting. It's got kind of a man. I can't remember the game now. Well, you're going around and painting the world. You're adding color back into everything. Like the blob. Yeah, the blob exactly. It's got that kind of thing going on, but with an awesome Paper Mario, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, world. So I'm. I like all the Paper Mario games, except for maybe the the old, old ones. But all the newer ones that have come out in the last probably, you know, like 10 years, I've enjoyed. So, I mean, this just seems like an awesome Paper Mario that's going to look awesome on the Wii U. I don't understand why everybody's down on it.
1: Um, you know, there's a, there's a big, I wouldn't say it's big, but there's a devoted fan base to Thousand Year Door. And I really like Thousand Year Door. I think it's a great game. Um, but it didn't really sell that well, partially because it was on the GameCube, partially because, uh, it's, it's an RPG. And I mean, despite what some people think, I don't think a lot of RPGs are all that popular here. Um, and I, I really feel like they put a lot of effort into that one and it didn't pay off for them. And so I think they've kind of been avoiding making another game like that to Mm -hmm. make, make other things that are going to do well for them, um, the sticker star sold pretty well. And, and despite not being what some people of this fan of the whole series want, it, it's certainly broadening the fan base in general. And it, it has, it still has a lot of RPG elements in it. Um, I know people don't seem to like the overworld that it has, but the overworld seems very connected. And, um, and, and so if it wasn't for it almost being like, uh, a, a hidden loading screen, if you want to think about it that way, um, it, it could just be one big open environment. They just, they have that overworld so you can quickly hop around from place to place without having to create areas where you teleport, basically.
0: Yeah, I could see, see, it doesn't bother me. I actually think it looks cool and I enjoy yeah. going around and, you know, I like being able to move between the areas quickly. So yeah, I agree with you basically.
1: <laughs> and um, I think the combat looks interesting. Um, the cards I guess I, I, I can't really tell exactly what I'm seeing and in, in watching the whole system play out but it seems like you keep the cards that you use um, they just lose their paint and the paint becomes kind of like um, a magic bar or something like that huh. um, but it, I, it also seemed like they had a lot of cards in their hand uh, for the demo, and I don't know if that's a demo thing or if that's kind of you'll be able to have a mass amount of uh, cards to use as well. So um, it's it, you know, Nintendo likes to make the demos easy for well, I guess everybody does this, they make demos really easy to show off uh, the game rather than oh, look, I lost type of thing. Yeah, um, so um, it comes out in October, so we still have plenty of time to. Divulge more information about exactly how the battle system works, exactly how those cards work. but yeah, I, I'm excited for it, and I hope people wait to see more information about the game because um, some of the stuff that I'm hearing about the game lacking character and lacking um, like good story hasn't really been proven one way or another. so I, I urge people to wait and see more about the game before they they judge it.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um I mean it looks like it looks a lot like Sticker from when I was I mean they had they had some new powers that were cool like how he called down the the huge cat statue and was smushing guys that with was it
1: was crazy looking.
0: And uh, you know it looks like they're going to have some return stuff. I'm sure they'll have like a vacuum cleaner again and I mean there was all kinds of stuff you could do in Sticker Stars. So probably be a lot of those and you know some newer stuff added in too.
1: I think it'll be a lot more than than a DS a 3DS game. Yeah, sure.
0: I, I agree. And like you said, I was super excited to see a Koopa Kid. I'm always excited to see Koopa Kids in any kind of a Mario <laughs> game. So it's very
1: cool. Great. Um, and uh, a new game that they talked about was Paper Mar- or Mario Party uh, Star, Star Rush. Rush. And I yep. keep mixing up those games. Um, so there was con- some concern about, I guess, there's a mode in the game where everybody is going all at the same time as far as their roles. And it's kind of set up in a grid-based board rather than a traditional game board hmm. that you'd see in a Mario Party game. Um it seemed like a pretty cool mode. Um you kind of had you were free to so everybody rolls at the same time and then you're kind of free to move in a grid-based pattern kind of like Fire Emblem to wherever you wanted to. So you could kind of go a certain path to get to make sure you were getting uh, a certain power or something like that or a certain die. And uh then after that there was mini games and there was boss fights. Within uh, this board, and I thought it looked like a, a really good mode. Uh, it's only one mode, so there might be more traditional boards on the game as well. Um, I, I think it looks good, um, and there's new amiibo that are coming along with it. Specifically, I'm I'm really excited about Waluigi amiibo.
0: Oh, that's cool! I didn't see that. Um, I only watched a little bit of this video, so I'm
1: not a huge Mario Party guy. I've, I've, I like playing Mario Party, but I've never actually bought a Mario Party game.
0: Yeah, you know what? Just Me weird. too. Every time I've played it over at somebody else's house, I've had fun for the most part, but I've never purchased one.
1: Um, and, and one thing that is unfortunate about this game is it doesn't seem like there's download play, which has been a thing that the previous two, there was like a, another 3DS Mario Party game, and then I think there was one on the DS called mario party ds and both of those had download play this one does not i don't i guess it's because there's so much to do in it um perhaps perhaps maybe only a, a specific mode will have download play kind of like uh, the way some kirby games work so um but as of right now it doesn't look like there's any download play in the game
0: yeah that's a bummer for you know, let's say you buy, you buy it for and your sisters. kid. Yeah, exactly. The kids won't be able to share it just to get more money out of those parents. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, and then with, with amiibos, uh, the Amiibo, um, there is a Daisy one that's new. Um, there's oh. a Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong one that's new. My
0: wife is going to be so excited for the Daisy Amiibo. I'll have to mention that to her.
1: Sweet. And uh, there's a Boo Amiibo, which glows oh, wow. in the dark.
0: That's awesome.
1: And then a new Wario to go along with the, the Mario Party series.
0: I'm excited for the Boo Amiibo the most. I, I love Boo.
1: I know you do. Um, let's see here. We have um, Dragon Quest Seven. They showed some of that off. Um, I will be getting the game. Uh, there's not much to say about it. It's Dragon Quest 7 They've added some new monsters. Um, it comes out September 16th. So that's not that far away. It's not really soon, but it's not that far away. Um, and I there's not really much to say about that. It it, it, definitely, it looks good, and, and oh, they did mention that one of their main reasons for for putting this out in the West is the amount of uh, fan mail and, and emails and stuff they got from people in France specifically. They mentioned. Hmm. Um. So thank you, France, for getting this game out in the West um, so that more people can play it.
0: Yeah, who would have known that uh, the French guys and girls love uh, Dragon Quest?
1: Hey, I, I mean, Dragon Quest Nine did pretty well here, but more or less Dragon Quest games don't do that well, so they're that's why they're apprehensive about releasing them, but that kind of perpetuates the problem of them not doing well here. So
0: Yeah, meanwhile in Japan, they got to like shut down the streets for a week when a new Dragon <laughs> Quest game comes out. It's insane over there.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, they showed off Rhythm Heaven uh, Megamint Mix. Yep. Um, it looks good. Um, it's available now. They they basically, when they showed it off, they stated that you can get it right away.
0: Oh, good. I, I want to get it.
1: <laughs> um, it's only going to be downloaded in the US. In Europe, they're actually getting a retail copy of it. That probably bums you out a little bit. It does. I, I might wait for a sale or something in that case to gotcha. get it. But, but I... We're both big fans of it. I will be downloading it at some point. I as well. Uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, they had a a playthrough of some of that game. And there's not really much I can say about it other than me personally. I think it looks really nice. Um, Yeah, it does. It's not not the best graphics ever, but the graphics they use just fit really well with the feel of the game. Uh, It's just like so colorful and vibrant mm-hmm. and uh the character models have a lot of character to them as well <laughs> and uh the battle system is very flashy it's it's just um i mean it's very um uh, idle themed japanese and they they, they get that um, that feel of, of all that, which I'm not super familiar with. I'm not, like, really into idols in Japan, but yeah. um, I, I, th- I think they, they hit the art style in the game and the music and everything really well.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, It looks, it's very, uh like you said, bright and colorful. Looks like it's going to be real flashy and fast-paced, as, as fast-paced as an RPG can be. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I'm pretty excited. I'm, I get more excited for it the more I see, so...
1: Yeah, and of course there is the like the Shin Megami Tensei underlining uh, portion of the game where um, it's dealing with people's insecurities um, as far as pushing the the narrative forward, um, and and uh, like basically the demons that you're fighting are kind of based on a lot of people's insecurities or problems that people are facing in the real world. When you go into this other dimension, that's kind of how that ferments. But um, so there's actually like a, uh, th- th- even though it's very colorful and flashy on the outside, there's also that like dark uh, underbelly that's also in the game. So
0: yeah, it's cool. It's it sounds really interesting.
1: It, it's a nice contrast, and I I'm very excited for it. Um, also, kind of uh, similar in a, in a weird way. Yokai Watch Two, they showed off some of that. Yep. Um, you're not that excited for it? Nah, I'm not. No, you're, you're too busy playing the real Pokemon game.
0: That's basically... I guess that is how I feel, Adam. I mean, mm-hmm. I would just rather play Pokemon.
1: I yeah, I figured as much. Um, I, I think it's cool that in this one, I wasn't aware... It, um, there's some time travel involved in it where you're going back in time and uh, uh, doing story stuff with your grandfather who is then your same age, or roughly the same age. Oh, that's kind of cool. So, yeah, and so when you go back in time, there's going to be more... Uh, traditional yokai um whereas in the modern part there's like newer stuff based on more modern stuff mm-hmm. more modern uh situations so um me being a big fan of japanese mythology and stuff like that i like the the time travel aspect for for that and and seeing the setting the older japanese setting and and like the older style monsters
0: yeah that i i wouldn't mind uh I wouldn't mind them doing something kind of like that in Pokemon. That's that's an interesting Ooh, idea.
1: That would be really cool. Maybe and you got teleport
0: back to the old game, but with all the new stuff. I mean, they could do something crazy. A prequel to the original games? I don't know.
1: Or I don't know how Pokeballs would work. I guess you wouldn't have them, but like going back to like feudal Japan with Pokemon would be pretty cool. Yeah,
0: they kind of did that with that R- RTS game.
1: Oh, I, the I never uh, Pokemon Conquest?
0: Yeah, I never played that, but... <laughs> That's probably the closest thing we'll probably ever get to something like that. Pro-
1: probably. Um and Yokai Watch 2 uh, is going to be coming out September 30th. Um and uh us see. Um pretty much covered everything but they talked about some indie games. Um you were really excited about Severed because you thought it was going to be a platformer.
0: Yeah, because I, it's it's made by the same guys that made Guacamelee, right? Yes. And when yes, I it first is. when I saw the first video, all you saw was Uh, 2d style of the it was a video i guess it must have been an in-game movie showing that probably shows like before the game starts when Mm -hmm. i actually saw actual gameplay it's more of like a first person adventure with a semi kind of a punch out hack and slash kind of thing going on
1: yeah it's got a like a like a hack and slash punch out battle system with some first person 3d dungeon crawling kind of like etrian odyssey Yep. And uh, I'm still excited about it. I think the um, the character's a really interesting female character who has a missing arm where kind of the severed – part of the severed thing comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's got this like cool demoned arm that she uses and uh, there's lots of – the art is really cool in the game. You, you can't deny that. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: I love that. It's the same style as Guacamelee. So it looks really yeah. cool.
1: And and in the game, all these monsters that you're slashing up, you kind of, like, harvest parts off of them and use those to um, equip onto your character. So you're getting, like, helmets and and armor and stuff based on the enemies you're killing, which is a really cool effect.
0: Yep, I like every... I'm still going to play it. I'm just a little less exciting.
1: Understandably. Um, So they showed that. They uh, talked about rumbo pocket which is the 3ds version of rumbo right and um, one of the unique things about this version is that it's going to have shantae as a playable character oh that's cool yeah and uh i might pick this up it looks like it's uh i, I, I think i kind of want the wii u version because that seems more friendly to multiplayer which is kind of the main crux of this game is the having yep. fun with a bunch of people um but I don't know I don't know why I skipped out on this game because it definitely looks like a fun game to have.
0: Uh, my friend plays it, or maybe he plays speed runners. they're all they're a little similar, mm-hmm. but anyway, he tried to get me to play one of them i never I never got a chance to. so I'll try ever try this one or speed runners or something at some point. <laughs>
1: okay. um they also talked about Axiom Verge a little bit, um which I know you're very excited about. It's kind of like a Metroid Castlevania type of game.
0: Yeah, which I actually technically already own. I just haven't gotten too deep into it. I think I might wait for the Wii U version now and start over. Because I only played, probably only played like a couple hours of it on another system, so.
1: Yeah, and they really got down the feel and vibe of retro Castlevania Metroid type of games.
0: Yeah, it does, it feels a lot like Super Metroid as you're going through. But a little more gruesome, a a lot darker in story. Mm -hmm. And just in in a feel of the world. You just feel, you, you feel like you're, there's lots of like blood and it kind of feels like you're inside of like a monster sometimes by the way the walls and stuff. Look, it's, it's definitely a, a dark game where, and you're basically, you die all the time and you get recloned and stuff. It's really weird. So, but it, as far as uh, gameplay and controls, it feels great. It feels like you're playing any of those classic games you mentioned.
1: Okay. that That's good to know. I, I um I didn't really have it on my radar until I heard about it coming out for the for a Nintendo system and uh it definitely does look good. And uh, the other game that they talked about is a game called Jotun. I, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um but it's a it's a game kind of like um overhead hack and slash type of game uh with like Norse mythology as the setting. Um and that one, I, I didn't get a lot of information about, but it, it looks interesting. It, it, it's it got a hand-drawn art style, um, which I'm not personally a huge fan of hand-drawn stuff usually. Um, but it, it's not bad and uh, definitely something that a lot of people, a fan of that art style, are going to enjoy.
0: I did not see – I know nothing about this game, so I can't comment.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, but – uh those are the indie stuff and I think that pretty much covers everything that Nintendo went over for their E three.
0: Yeah, as far as my list is concerned, you covered everything.
1: Cool. Um I um I'm disappointed that there wasn't more. Um, but I I'm so excited for Zelda that I it I almost makes up for that. Because yeah, <laughs> 'cause like I'm we, really excited we, for Zelda. Me too, and we
0: mentioned, you know, the Wii U's on its way. Out, so we weren't expecting. Mm-hmm. I actually, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We got like eight or nine games that they've talked about, and there's going to be more later in the summer. We still got a we got Tokyo Game Show and and everything to go. So there's going to be more games announced. I feel, but maybe not. Maybe this will be it until the NX comes out.
1: Yeah, um, and I just wanted to go over the um, two episodes ago. I had my predictions that I made, and uh, just looking through here. Um, we didn't get any star Fox multiplayer. Yep. Um, there was a new IP, so I got that one. Correct. Um, there was an indie sizzle reel sort of, there wasn't really like a, like a showing really that they did. So that's technically not correct, but they did talk about some key indie games. So I'm going to give myself, I'm, the point I'm giving that. you that one. Uh, they, they talked about box boy or box box boy. So I'm giving my point. I'm giving myself a point on three DS games that, um, they haven't previously mentioned in the u s yep um I'm still kind of annoyed that they didn't talk about coldcept um specifically because there's a lot of card games being made right now, everybody's yeah. getting into the card game business, and so I feel like Nintendo should just capitalize on its popularity right now with a game that is already made um they just need to translate it um. I said that there was gonna be an HD remakes game or HD remake of a game, and that was not correct. Um I also there was no revived old art uh IP. Um I said that there's gonna be three co-op projects, but really there was only one, and that was the new IP uh, Ever Oasis. Yeah. so I'm giving myself a point on that one. Um there was no Mario Player, um there was no Mother 3. And there was no crazy Super NES Remix Maker game either. So I got, what, three points out of out of my predictions. It's not too bad,
0: I guess. Yeah, I think that's actually pretty good. I only had two, and none of mine were right. There was no new Smash Brothers character, and I don't even remember what the other prediction I made was, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. So, But I, it must not have been right, or I probably would have remembered it.
1: <laughs> all right, so that covers all that. And uh, we're, we're good to go
0: cool and uh thank you adam for running that segment i um, adam watched a few more videos of me so he's a little more up to date on everything anyway it's my turn to pick the song this time i chose a song from no more heroes 2 called it's actually it comes on the rank up screen in between the mini games and when you hear it if you if you were into that game you'll definitely recognize it and we'll be right back
1: Back everybody. Uh, we're going to cover the news now of anything that wasn't covered in E3, as far as the new, the Nintendo section goes. Um, so some stuff that was at E3, uh, Just Dance 2017 is going to be coming to the Wii U. Uh, they didn't even really specifically state what systems it was coming out for when they oh. showed it off oh. at the at the UBS. Press conference, but I'm pretty sure you can just download it onto a phone and play it from there as well. So it's kind of available everywhere, but it's nice to see it on a Nintendo platform as well.
0: Again, right? Because they skipped a couple, didn't they?
1: I think no. I think that at least with Just Dance, they've been pretty consistent on putting those out on Nintendo.
0: Cool, cool.
1: Um, it a lot of the versions of the game were best sold best on Nintendo platforms, so it makes sense that they would continue to do that. And yeah, It's definitely. nice. Um, And uh, they showed off Crash Bandicoot um, at a different press conference uh, as far as being playable in Skylander's Imaginators. Um, But he's going to be playable in multiple versions of the game. So he is going to be playable in the Wii U version as well. Cool. I uh,
0: I was never a huge Crash Bandicoot guy back in the day, but I know a lot of people
1: are. The reason I like Crash Bandicoot is because of the Pizza Hut commercials where (laughs) there was the the guy in the weird Crash Bandicoot suit where you could see his face through the the mouth area. Yeah, I remember those. Um, Really stupid, but that is why I like Crash Bandicoot. And um, uh, I've never really played any of his games other than Crash Team Racing for the PlayStation, which Mm -hmm. was a really good Mario Kart clone. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I remember it and uh so i mean there's that but he looks really weird in this game um but it's kind of cool that he's in it in the first place um something weird got leaked um briefly and then like removed from the internet which is uh there was some kind of mention of a steam world bundle coming to the wii u perhaps hmm. so that could be interesting um Well, I guess we'll have to see until they really want to talk about it, whether or not that as a real thing. Um, But that's kind of cool. And the last thing of news before releases is that the Falcom game, uh, Min, which is a game about a girl with um, a a giant drill as a main weapon, uh, fights against, like, ghosts and monsters. And it's, uh, like, a cell-shaded game. It was originally on the PSP. And I have the game, and I have played through um, a couple hours of it, and it's a really fun game, and they're making it for the 3DS. And it's coming out very shortly in July.
0: I don't know how this one got by me on PSP. I, I don't recognize it. Um, you'll have to set. I'll have to look for some videos and stuff. It sounds really cool. I,
1: I'll send you a video. It, it You'll definitely like it. It's an action RPG, and it's a game with a girl with a drill, and we like those kind of games. Yeah, definitely. Um. And uh, so for releases, um, the Wii U is getting a, or I guess today, um, Twin Robots as a game. It kind of looks like Chibi Robo, but it's like a side-scrolling platformer game for two different people. It's like a co-op platformer.
0: Oh, that sounds kind of interesting.
1: Um, and they kind of work together to get through the level by doing different things on, on kind of different planes almost. So. Um, that that's kind of interesting. Um, there's a game called Run, Run, and Die, which you're playing as like a penguin, and it's kind of like a Bit Trip runner style game, but not as good.
0: <laughs> not a lot of them are as good as Bit Trip, so
1: that's that's very true. I will agree with that. And then on Virtual Console for the Wii U, I got two games and two really good games. Super Paper Mario was one of them for the Wii uh, on Virtual Console, and Drill Dozer, actually is now available on the Wii U.
0: Two of my favorite games you just mentioned right there.
1: There you go. That's pretty cool. Um, And then Terraria is released uh, both digitally and physically for the Wii U this week. Okay. Um, So if you like that game, pick that up. Uh, On the 3DS, Rhythm Heaven, I mentioned previously, Uh, Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix has a demo also. So if you don't want to pay for it but play a little bit of it, uh, you can do that. And uh, a game called Gun Slugs, which is kind of like a really terrible you know, like metal slug type of game. Um, it's really simple. Um, it's got procedurally generated levels, but they're not really that well procedurally generated. <laughs> um, it, if it's really cheap, I could see it being kind of a, a fun thing to, to waste an afternoon with, but it doesn't look that great.
0: You basically just get Metal Slug.
1: Yeah. And uh, then on Virtual Console for the 3DS, Mega Man 7, which is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, no, that is cool.
1: Um, And uh, the last thing I wanted to mention, just I wanted to reiterate that the Monster Hunter uh, Generations demo is going to be available on June 30th for everybody. But right now Nintendo is sending out codes. Which I haven't
0: gotten, by the way. Okay.
1: I did love it. I I do have codes available. Um, If you want one, Brad, I will give you one.
0: Yeah, I do want one.
1: <laughs> okay, I'll give you one, and then I have one to give away. Um, so please contact me about that. Um, I am I draw robots on Twitter, so if you find me, I'll give you a code there. And, um, and then the other thing is, oh, there's a Humble Bundle that's themed around E3 stuff. And while almost none of it is related to Nint- Nintendo stuff, you can also get a demo code for Monster Hunter Generations through that.
0: Oh, cool. That's pretty cool.
1: It's very random, but I mean, you know, you can get into those humble bundles pretty cheaply, and uh, there's probably something in there that you'd like to play, and you can get a demo that way as well. Awesome. Um, so that finishes up my new section
0: this week. I, I did want to attack one thing on. Uh, I wasn't sure if you were going to mention it or not. Nintendo's having a huge sale right now. Okay. There's. E- I mean, there's. I, I. I don't even have a list of the games. I was scrolling through the email when I was looking for that monster, and it just keeps going and going. All kinds of great games. For dirt cheap most things are you know at least half off games that are normally like five or six bucks are like two something i mean everybody should jump all over this sale there's lots of good stuff in there
1: yeah i think i mentioned it a week or two ago about how it was going to be somehow related to the my nintendo account
0: you did you get and additional
1: yes so discounts. there's already it's there's already a sale for for everybody but if you do sign up for my nintendo you get more of a discount i think it's an extra 10 percent,
0: which is awesome so yeah i'm i'm gonna hopefully be able to scoop up a few games here this week because that sounds very enticing Sounds good Cool let's
1: go ahead and close it out Adam all right um, so I, I mentioned it briefly before but I am I draw robots on pretty much everything digitally um, so if you want to follow me or uh, talk to me or anything you can do that um, and uh, yeah that's where you can find me
0: yeah and hit them up for that uh, monster Hunter code maybe it'll be the first code we actually give away on the show. Um, I'm at Bradley guys Twitter and YouTube as well and you know hit hit us with a sub sub us on iTunes that would be awesome maybe I'll have some extra Monster Hunter codes too if my email comes a little later it seems like Adam always gets emails a little bit before me so Nintendo
1: likes me better so obviously that's
0: probably the truth so I should be getting (laughs) it here soon too so anyway uh, thank you very much for watching or listening or however you're consuming the show and until next week we will catch you later
1: you. Uh-huh.